Praise the Lord. And welcome to IHAP Podcast. IHAP, I have a testimony. Hosted by me, Reverend Mario Inaira. The podcast is shares and goes over testimonies from the people of God. So join me as I speak with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ that have influenced me and my Christian walk and see just how far God has brought us. Listen and be inspired and motivated by God's work in the lives of His people, by His grace and through His Word. on another session of IHOP podcast and uh, God, I missed Friday, but I'm here to make that up. I'm a very privileged and honored to have with me um, through Skype um, a minister from uh, Phoenix First, uh, Brother Misael uh, Mendoza. Uh, praise the Lord, brother. God bless you and thank you for being here with me today. Praise the Lord. Uh, I feel honored, Brother Nahara, that you have considered us and uh, it's a privilege. Great. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, doing these podcasts, um, I, I I get to hear sometimes feedbacks of, you know, how God is blessing people that listen to these testimonies. And that's exactly what we want to get into, you know, the, the heart of the, the testimony, brother. And every every Christian walk has a beginning to a journey. Brother, how was that journey started for you? What was your experience and what was the, the, the elements or what was the situations going around uh, in your life during that time? Oh, all right, well... Um, well, I grew up in the church. I, I grew up. I, all I know is the church. All right. The church. Um, I believe I'm I'm four. I'm a fourth or fifth generation apostolic on my mom's side. So we're I'm blessed on that on that end, you know. And so I grew up in the church. You know, slept under the pews. You know, know most of the Ignatio songs. You know, um, was still around when the Sunday school was around on Sundays. You know, it wasn't on Thursdays. You know. Um, so I, I've been, I, you know, I'm only 28 years old, but all I've ever known was the church, you know, as far as, you know, a big, a major part of my life, mm. you know, and um, I, I, I gave my life to Christ and I, and I was baptized at the age of 16 and uh, which I thought, you know, which I thought was later on, you know, in my years, because most of my friends, you know, growing up, most of my friends got, you know, baptized, you know, when they were juniors, you know, 12, 13, you know, some of them even younger. Mm-hmm. So I, I gave my life to Christ uh, when I was 16, and, and you know, I was pumped. You know, you're pumped. You, you know, you're excited. You know, a whole new journey. You know, you know God, and you know, you know a lot of things of God. You know the Bible. You know, you know how church rolls and how everything, you know, how everything flows in church. You know, but it wasn't to that point where I gave my life to Christ that, you know, I, I made, you know, the decision, you know, to, to truly, you know, for myself, mm-hmm. you know, seek God and, and, and for myself, you know, make, make that, that commitment to find, you know, to find, you know, that what I believe in and what, you know, what I stand for, you know, truly is truth. Yes. And, um, so that's, that's how I started, you know, and yeah. my, my personal life and my walk with God. So at 16 years old, brother, um, I mean, that, that is, that's still young. You know, I, I go back and I, I think about, I got baptized at 15, and all I kept thinking was, what was I waiting for? What exactly was I waiting for not to get baptized at 14, 13, 12? Right. Uh, because once you do it, it's just like, man, this is awesome, you know, exactly. 
Uh, but growing up in church, brother, and getting baptized when you did, um, what, what were some of the challenges that you can recall or, uh, you know, that you kind of just were facing at that? Because 16, there's a lot of stuff going on. You're, you're in high school already, I believe. Yeah. What were some of the challenges that you felt you were facing during that time? Well, you know, most of the challenges, you know, you're in your teen years, later teen years, you know, so, you know, your common peer pressure, mm. you know, um, you know, you're, you're pretty much fighting against the current of the world. You know, you, 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 it, those are the defining years as far as, you know, you making choices in life that, that will forever, you know, mark you. Yeah. It, it isn't in that age gap, you know, where, where you, um, where you begin to, you know, make choices where you like, you know, am I going to follow God? Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to follow my friends? Am I going to follow, you know, you know, the ways of the world? You know, some of the things, you know, struggling, you know, where, you know, peer pressure, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up, I grew up in, in, on, in the West side of Phoenix, you know, and uh, West side of Phoenix is, you know, is just mainly Hispanic, mainly, you know, African-American, you know, mainly, um, you know, minorities, mm-hmm. you know, so a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, the struggles the minorities have, you know, the drug, the drug mm-hmm. issues, the violence issues, the gang issues, you know, all those things, you know, obviously were things that, you know, were, were, um, were surrounding yeah. me, were, you know, attacking, you know, my beliefs and, 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 and my life at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That can, that can be challenging. And I, I think that's, <clears throat> if, if any young person could, you know, hear this today. It, it it really is the choices that that you make, uh, despite your environment and despite the place where you're coming from. Um, I remember, brother. I, I just want to share with you. I, when I was growing up, I had this friend that I had, and um, and we would. I you know, I loved hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime it was Friday night, I, I would get my clothes because I was going to stay at his house like all weekend. <laughs> and my mom would be like, "No, what are you, what are you thinking?" But we grew up, and then it became, like you said, a defining moment, uh, you know, a crossroad where did I want to continue uh, to do what I was doing, or did I want to follow Christ, the, what I knew what I should be doing? Right. And I remember, brother, he kind of took a different road, and I took the road that I took, you know, to follow Christ. And not too long ago, brother, my sister uh, called, texted me, and she shared with me a news article that this young man was... Uh, that he was uh, in a high-speed pursuit because he was in a stolen vehicle. And as he, he got out of the vehicle, uh, he had a, a, a gun. And he approached these cops, and the cops kept telling him, you know, give him direction and things like that. He didn't follow, and he wanted to pull out the gun. And, and finally, they just shot him. You know, they shot him. So, And that was a friend that I grew up with. Wow. You know, that was a friend that I grew up with. So, you know, and, and where we, when I grew up, where I was growing up at, it's a lot smaller town, you know, and, and like you said, you're, you're just have limited choices sometimes, or you see your environment. Right. And, and yeah, and, and it's just holding on to the hand of God and just believing and trusting that, you know what, I have a purpose, I have a calling, <laughs> you know, I need to, I need to hold on to that as, as much as I can. So brother, when, um, so you got baptized at 16, um, you know, you gave your life to the Lord, you, you, you were you know, just serving God. When did you initially feel that call or that pull into the ministry? How did that happen for you, brother? Um, well, I believe, I, I don't, I don't know if, you know, I mean, I, I, I remember, you know, that day I felt mm. the call, you know, it was in a service where, you know, um, I just felt that pull, that tug, you know, at my heart, you know, where I had to step, you know, take my, my, to step it up, you mm-hmm. know, step it up a notch. But growing up, um, I always had that sense where, you know, that God wanted to do something in my life um, because I grew up, um, I grew up with my parents. Well, first of all, um, 
when I was born, I was born, you know, I don't think I was even seven months born. So, um, so I was a, I was a miracle baby for my parents. Wow. So my dad, my dad, he says, you know, that when he, when I was born, you know, he, in the hospital, he dated, he dedicated, um, my life to God, you know, and told God, um, um, you know, he's yours, you know, and do whatever you want, you know, in his life. So, you know, growing up, um, I would hear my dad and I would hear my parents, you know, speak those things into my life, you know, yeah. say, you know, you know, you're not, you're not a mistake, you know, you're not, you know, God has a purpose, you know, the hand of God is over your life. So I always knew that, you know, I always had that sense, you know, in my spirit, you know, mm-hmm. that there was something more, you know, there had to be something more, you know, like, like, like you were saying, you know, even, you know, in those living even in that environment, mm-hmm. you know, you know, where peer pressure and all those things in the back of my mind, you know, it was always, you know, um, you know, what's, what is God going to do? You know, mm-hmm. like I grew up, you know, hearing those things and there came a point where, you know, there was, you know, it was a conflict, you know, within me because, um, I grew up, you know, when I grew up, uh, you know, when I was born, you know, there was like a lot of like issues, you know, because, you know, I was a premature baby yeah. and, you know, and I was just a very like, hyper kid you know growing up really like you know so i would hear you know i would hear people you know oh here comes you know here comes you know el remolino el demonio because you know i was just a really you know travieso yeah so growing up you know there was always those two things you know like you would hear you know from the family from friends and people you know this guy you know he's just really bad even in school you know you know um i remember in one in occasion in I believe it was junior high or high school, you know, one of the secretaries said, you know, she said, you know, because the way I acted sometimes, you know, uh, she said that I would end up, you know, in prison or dead. Wow. So, uh, I remember those things and, and there was always that conflict, you know, fighting, you know, you know, what the, what other people were telling me and then, you know, believing what my parents would tell me. So, um, I believe it was at the age of, uh, when I when I when I when I gave when I fully gave my life to the call um, from the age of 18 to the age of 20 there was there was a lot of chaos going on in my life you know mm-hmm. where you know I had kind of had gone you know I just went cold in the things of God I went lukewarm just you know kind of just went through the motions mm-hmm. you know not living you know 100% you know with my life dedicated to Christ mm-hmm. you know and it was just things I was struggling with, you know, you know, I, in a sense, you know, cave into the things of the world to mm. peer pressure, you know, so I was always fighting that, you know, because, you know, the, and, and it was, it was due to, you know, a lot of, you know, just hurt and bitterness mm. as, as, you know, because, you know, I would ask God, God, I'm trying to live for you. Mm. you know, I'm trying to, you know, do my best to live for you, you know, and obviously, you know, you know, in the church and, you know, in the Christian circle, you know, people aren't perfect, mm. you know. Um, churches aren't perfect. Nobody's perfect, you know, yeah. but God. So, you know, there were, you know, I would, I would see, you know, certain things in the church or, or, or certain things, you know, in people that, you know, that had been living for, for Christ, uh, you know, way longer than I was, you yeah. know, or that, you know, were just in the youth group and that had been living for Christ, you know, longer than I had. And just, you know, seeing a lot of things that begin to discourage my life, mm. you know. So I, I kind of, you know, stepped away, you know, for like a year and a half, two years from the things of God and just, Lukewarm. I would go to church, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, just just because my parents were on my back about it, you know, mm-hmm. or just go to church on Easter, and you know. But it wasn't until uh, one, it wasn't until one service. I remember I was twenty years old. The service I went to church, you know, just 
I just sat there, just stood there, kind of just waiting for it to be over so mm -hmm. I can go back and, you know, go party with my friends. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember, um, I believe it was one of my cousins, you know, he, he came and got me and took me to the altar, you know, just pretty much forcefully. Mm -hmm. I remember a man of God, you know, I was just, I was there, you know, in the altar, not really wanting to be there. And mm -hmm. this man of God came and, and prayed for me. And he, he pretty much, you know, confronted me. He confronted me the things I was dealing with, and he confronted, you know, a lot of the things that that were going on in my life. And he, mm -hmm. and he you know, he pretty much told me, you know, it's now or never. You know, he pretty much told me, hey, you know, wow. this, you might leave this service, mm -hmm. you know, and this this matter is so serious that you, you know, it might be your last service, you know. Wow. And God, you know, and he just he just went boom, boom, and you know, God, you know, the hand of God is over your life, you know, you know, he pretty much told me, you know. You have to, you know, today is a day where you have to make that choice wow. to fully commit to God, you know, to fully, um, to fully say, you know, I'm going to live for God. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to live with one foot in, one foot out. You mm -hmm. know, I'm going to dedicate your life to God. And it was that service, that moment that changed my life forever. Wow. After that service, you know, um, prior to that service, I was about 20 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, I had never been involved, you know, like preaching mm -hmm. or, you know, or, you know, emceeing or anything, you know, I was just kind of, you know, in the choir, just, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, trying to be involved, you know, here and, the, here and there with the ushers, but not, nothing too big. Yeah. After that service is when I truly felt the call of God, just, just a hunger for God, hunger for his word, a hunger yeah. for truth, you know, and it was after, you know, that, that, that occasion where I felt, you know, hey, you know, you know, God is really with me. God mm -hmm. really wants to do something in my life. Man, that, that's powerful. Brother, that's Misael, and you know, just thank God for excuse me, those those preachers or ministers that that are obedient to God's voice, and you know, go talk to this person or go talk to this person or go pray for this person, lay hands on this person, because mm -hmm. out of his obedience, right. you know, God, yeah, God used him to speak to to your life, and 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 that's the one thing I I can really testify also that that God, you know, when He has a purpose and a plan in our lives, and and it's interesting, brother Misael, because um after i did my last podcast with with pastor um with pastor ortega it's just kind of been the theme and i've been seeing it everywhere purpose purpose mm -hmm. in life and 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 your uh your priorities and also your your uh destiny and what we're called to do and all these little roadblocks that come up but god is going to place you where you need to be Amen. And I, yeah yeah so uh and, and it's just awesome that that you know you got that God spoke to you, that God spoke to yeah. you that way. And um, so, so you received that, that, uh, how could we can say it, but that, that, that passion, you, 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 that pilot was lit in your spiritual yeah. life. Really. Uh, so, so what, what was kind of next after that? What kind did you, did you have to, did you approach pastor to get, did, did you just serve or how did that work out for you? brother? Yeah, I just, I just began to serve. Um, mm -hmm. I remember, you know, there, I had to make a lot of a lot of a lot of decisions, you mm. know, after you know that yeah. because you know, I couldn't, I, I was no longer going to be, you know, having having part to do with you know the things of the world yeah. or you know my my associations in the world. Yeah. So it was a huge change for me because at this time, you know, I'm 20 years old already, mm -hmm. and a lot of my friends, you know, most of my friends, but two or three, you know, had you know had gone to the world as well. Wow. You know, so. There was only a few people that, you know, that I grew up with that I really, you know, knew that, you know, that I could hang out with. So I had to, you know, I had to push those things aside and say, you know what, I'm fully going to go into it. You know, mm -hmm. if if and in, a, in a point in my life, if I was, you know, if my 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 
mind or my thoughts were, you know, to be, you know, good at, you know, you know, being the best partier, you know, being, you know, the best, you know, being the, you know, in a sense, the worst. Yeah. So my, 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 my outlook to that was like, if I was that way out there, mm. then I'm going to pour all of my energy into this, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go out of my way, you know, and do the things that I know I didn't normally do yeah. in the past. I'm going to do them now, you know, I'm going to, you know, try to get involved with the youth group, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to not try to be an introvert, you know, kind of, mm. you know, uh, change that, yeah. that side of, um, of my life. So after that, you know, like you say, you know, just started getting involved, just started serving. Um, I think I started ushering right after that and and um, got involved with the youth group, you know, um, started at that time. Um, our youth group started uh, the cell groups. Mm. So um, the cell groups were a big part of uh, my uh, development as far as, you know, like ministering and preaching and, you know, kind of giving me the opportunity, uh, you know, to develop in mm. that sense. You know, my first my first sermon I preached was at a was that was at a at a cell group and, mm. and I still have my notes. I remember what it, and it was horrible, you know? Uh, but it, it was just in that, in that setting where, you know, God begin to, you know, mold me, you know, and, and what's funny is that, you know, you, you're, you know, after that, you know, God begins to speak to you and say, you know, he begins to show you things, you know, mm. through the, his word or through people from the church, men of God, you know, that God, you know, has greater things for you and God has doors that, you know, he's going to open for you. So, you know, it's frustrating, you know, you know, being in a cell group, you know, with 10, you know, 10 youth, you know, and on Sunday going to church and, you know, hearing your pastor, hearing the man of God, you know, just say, so you're finding us, you know, your God, when is this going to happen? Or when is this door going to open, you know, and, and, but it's just a matter of serving, you know, you have to be involved in anything we do, you know, it's, it's biblical, you know, every time God chose and God used somebody, it was somebody that was busy, you know, the Bible says that before, um, David came, you know, before the prophet came and anointed David, you know, David was out tending the sheep of his father, you know, so David was already doing something. Yes. David was already a worker, you know, so, so, you know, anybody, you know, that aspires ministry, anybody that aspires, you know, to do something for God, whatever it is, you know, just start somewhere, you know, um, don't, uh, don't belittle, you know, the small things, you know, don't yes. just, you know, the humble beginnings, you know, God can use anything, you know, if, if it's working through the ushers, if it's, you know, if it's, you know, if that pastor asks, you know, to do the, you know, to clean the restrooms, you know, you know, you never know, you know, yes. maybe that's, that's one door that God will open for you, you know, to, to step into greater things. Yes. Yes. Amen. Being faithful in the little things so God can bless you in the greater things, brother, for sure. And, and I think that's one, that's something that you brought up right now, uh, brother, uh, Misaya, that, you know, you're right. Anyone that aspires to, uh, to minister or to serve um, it is a calling and it's interesting that sometimes people want to take that mantle or that cup and not realize all the blood, sweat and tears, you know, yeah. and the pain and, and everything that goes into into what God has called you to become and want to be. And they'll probably see someone like me or they'll see someone like you or anybody and I can do what he's doing. I could even do it better. Well, you don't know how I got it. Right, right. Yeah. yeah so it just, you know, take well, the testimony behind my life. Yeah. You know? It's funny that you say that because I remember one time uh, one of my friends that I grew up in church, you know, um, it was a big revival at our church, mm. you know, it was an, an evangelist came and, you know, and, and him and him and the pastor were on their way out and, you know, we approached them, you know, just to shake their hand mm. and, you know, kind of greet the evangelist and, you know, maybe he had a word from God for us. Sure. Like, oh, you know, um, so. So we approached him, and one of my friends, uh, one of my friends told uh, the evangelist, he's, uh, he's like, I want your anointing. He's like, I want mm. you to pray, you know, 
your anointing. And he kind of just laughed and chuckled, you know, and he's just like, he's like, well, if you want my anointing, you know, you have to take the full package. You know, you don't, you don't know the devils I, I fought. You don't know in the things I've struggled. You don't know, you know, the tears I've cried, the prayers I've prayed. So it it was kind of like a slap to the face. So after, after I heard him that say that, you know, I never again, you know, um, you know, asked God or, you know, or, or, or had that thought, you know, when I approached a man of God, yeah. because it's true, you know, and now, you know, as, as I'm getting older, you know, I'm beginning to see that, you know, it's, it's tough, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough, you know, and when God calls you, you know, some, some people think, you know, it's just, it's just, it's, everything's fine and dandy, you know, yeah. but there's struggles, you know, there's, there's things you got to fight, there's devils you got to yes. fight, you know, on a, on a daily basis, yes. you know, so it's, it's, it's uh, it's 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 a fight. It's a battle. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 So, <clears throat> so brother, Misa, we come to again, kind of just backtracking a little bit. You, you were, uh, you were delivered, or you were birthed at seven months. So you were a premature baby, and and I love that, that that your dad spoke, you know, over your life, you know, claiming, you know, just purpose and 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 and, and you know, just claiming you for God. Yeah. And, and, were, and 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 as you were growing up, you said, but there was other people claiming other things for you, yeah, yeah. you know, in your life, and <laughs> and you know, you got to that point where you know you made a decision, and and you know, you went to that service, and and you you just like you say, you you decided, you know what, the the way I serve the world, you know, I know my God, I'm just going to put that much intensity and even you know greater, you know, for the honor and glory of God, and then you just served, brother, you just served. And you're fairly young, 28, brother. So, so when did you were 20 when this happened? When did you get uh, finally like set aside and everything? Was it just a few years after that, or? Yeah, it was about. I think it was about uh, three or four years after okay. that. Uh, got set aside when I was. Uh, I believe it was uh, 23. Wow. Set aside when I was 23, and um, uh, and you know went through the college, you know, just being faithful there in the church, you, yeah. know, you know, going through the whole process, you know, just being faithful you know being yeah. faithful still serving and um and then uh we didn't get ordained until four years after that okay so um so we got ordained into the ministry you know just technicalities you know with the you know bible college mm. and stuff like that you know so um but we finally you know it finally um got everything done got everything set and we got uh set aside you know ordained mm-hmm. into the ministry uh two years ago i believe so um wow uh, and it, it, when, you know, when pastor, you know, it was, it was, it's amazing because, you know, I, I knew, you know, I, I knew that God was going to do something in my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know in what avenue, you okay. know, I didn't know where it was going to come from, you know, in what area, you know, I've always had, um, I've always, as a child, I've always, uh, really, uh, love preaching, mm-hmm. you know, and preachers just, you know, uh, I remember being young, you know, just, just. You know, if if the pastor said it was going to be an evangelist, I remember just anxious to get there and and to see him and just to know, you know, you know, just 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 to observe. I've always been yeah. very observative, you know, and just to observe, you know, the way he, you know, the way he treats the pastor, the way he treats the brothers as he walks in, and and uh, um, you know how he worships while he's up in the platform, mm-hmm. and you know his opening statements, you know his introductions, and and I believe th- those were things that helped me later on, you know, mm-hmm. as you know, as far as you know you know, developing messages and, and, you know, just really, um, observing men of God, you yes. know, and, and I believe that's all, how, how it all started. You know, I remember my dad just, my dad always would always buy tapes, you know, preaching mm. tapes and just books on preaching. And, 
and, and I would just, you know, get those tapes and just listen to, you know, listen to Abel Aguilar, listen yes. to Frank, you know, you know, listen to, you know, Pastor Anthony in his earlier years, you know, um, just, you know, I, even, you know, I remember my dad, you know, um, he got a full, you know, a couple sets for um, because of the times, you know, some of UPC preachers yeah. at a very young age, you know, I started listening, you know, to Billy Cole and. And see guys like this, and I'm just like, oh my God, you know, I just begin to fall in love with the Word of God, yes. and just, and and all these men, you know, have various and different styles. So mm. I begin to, you know, pick up, pick up, you know, you know, oh, this is why he said that, or yeah. you know, that's why he's saying this, or I like why he, I like his opening statement here, yeah. you know, and so it, it's it's I don't know, it's just I've always been that way, yeah. and I've always loved, you know, preaching, and you know, and. I've always been, you know, even until now, you know, when, 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 whenever a guest speaker will come, you know, I, I'll just, you know, I'll just observe yeah. and, you know, listen to carefully to his words and just, you know, his, his, the way he flows through his message mm. and, you know, the illustration, you know, yeah. I try to, you know, pick up, you know, where he ended the illustration and he went into his points, you know, where his, where the meat is, you know, yeah. where the nuggets are. And, and it's just, it's just something amazing that, you know, that, that I, I, it's just I. It's something I love. I yeah. Feel. It's just dissect. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have you know dissecting the Word of God that way. You know, just get like you said, getting those nuggets. You know, from the preacher, and, and um, you know, being able to hear that. And and one of the things I always appreciated about, um, you know, I, I want to say it's kindly because, you know, I, I understand there's different styles and everything, but. Uh, one of the things I've always been taught, and and, and one uh, one of my mentors always taught me is, you know, be careful not to fall in love with the 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 messenger, you know, right. fall fall in love with the message, right. and, and but yet there are you know, but I appreciate the messengers when they're connected to who's giving them the message, right, right, <laughs> because right. obviously you can tell, you know, the, just the anointings and the Holy Ghost, like you said, just I mean, uh, it just flows, you know, right. it flows right. through them, and when you're listening to them, you're even you get so lost that, you know, when people are clapping, you're like, but you're still, you know, just kind of digesting yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe he just said yeah. that. You feel like light bulbs are going on in your yeah. head, and people are looking at you like, why aren't you clapping? Like, no, oh, yeah, no, that was good, yeah. but I'm, I'm the same way, brother. I'm yeah. like, down, you know, my next five circles, you know, <laughs> messages, and I'm the same way. Yeah, well, because it inspires. I mean, it's a word of God, obviously, and it's, it's supposed to do that. The word of God inspires it directs, it rebukes. I mean, it, it does all these things. So when you hear that from, from an anointed uh, speaking preacher, again, it's not so much, you know, we appreciate the messenger. Yes, obviously, but it's just a message and, and it gets, you know, it just, it, it just gets good. You know, it just gets really good. Uh, but right now, uh, speaking about, um, you know, messengers, and you mentioned your pastor, you're serving under um, Pastor uh, Frank Romo there in Phoenix first, correct? Amen. Yeah, and and obviously he's a great uh, man of God and 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 one of the great speakers and patriarchs and uh, you know pastors and, and not only in Arizona I don't imagine I believe you know the Apostolic Assembly how, how is that having you know Pastor Frank Romo as your pastor how how's that experience or how that mentorship been for you uh, I believe it's I I, be, I personally believe it's one of the biggest blessings you know in ministry and you know just in in life general because mm -hmm. you as you know. Growing up, I, 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 there's, you know, I remember just observing my pastor, mm. you know, the way he would treat, you know, the brothers, his, you know, his love for the brothers, mm. you know, his love for the church, 
you know, um, his love for his family, mm-hmm. you know, the way he, you know, the way he treats his wife, mm-hmm. his kids, it's just, it's just, it's just amazing. It's a great example, you know, of, you know, of godliness, you know, and, yeah. and it, it's been great, you know, just learning from them, you know, you know, just a, a very prophetic, you know, man mm-hmm. of God, you know, um, and, uh, I remember, you know, when we got set aside, we, we went through this, um, there uh, locally, you know, in the church, you know, the pastor and the assistant pastor, you know, we went through um, these wonderful, wonderful um, set of studies, and they, um, they, uh, it, I believe, it was called uh, uh, preaching one hundred and one or, or, or some, something along those lines. And and uh, for I believe it was two years or some somewhere along that, we would meet once a month, mm. and um, they would just pour into you know the the ministers and uh, and the deacons. You know, and we would we went through you know various topics. You know, mm. I believe the first one was um, you know, the preacher and the call of God. You know, so it wow. started. You know, so just identifying the call of God. You know, how God called you. You know, and just from that, you know, to like you know the minister and his wife, the minister and his wow. family. Um, uh, and then you know we went into the gifts of the spirit. You know, the minister and the gifts. You know, seeking the gifts of the spirit, and then they just they broke them down. You know, the knowing gifts, the power mm. gifts. You know. Um, and it was just amazing, you know, just amazing, you know, to, to learn from them, to be under them, you know, um, just picking up from them, you know, uh, you know, practical, even practical things, you know. Um, and pastor has always told us, you know, you know, wherever you go, you know, somebody invites you to preach, you know, don't try to be like us. Don't try to be like, you know, me. Don't try to be like Pastor Anthony. Don't try to be like any other the ministers, you know, mm-hmm. because they invited you, you know, yeah. if they would if they want me, they would have invited me, <laughs> you know. So, you know, they always pour that into us, you know, be original, you know, yes. have your own style, have your own, you know, learn and develop your own style. Yeah. So it's just, just, it's just been great. And, and I, I, I'm very blessed in that sense, you know, from be able to be under them and, and just to grow, you know, spiritually, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, in my walk with God and in ministry, you know, yeah. they're, they're a great example of, of you know, longevity in the ministry. Yes. And and uh, and that's something you know, as as ministers, we should all strive for. You know, mm-hmm. because you know, sometimes that's that, that's that's a big factor. You know, in, in our circles. You know, you know, you see somebody. You know, that's that's set aside. You know, and ordained. You know, and then five years. You know, you're like, hey, where's that minister? Where's that brother? Mm-hmm. You know, and I believe you know those teachings and 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 you know them setting that foundation. You know, for our lives is you know trying to tell you know push us and show us and teach us. You know, you know. To strive for longevity, you know, mm. to, you know, we've talked, you know, we talk, you know, it's tough, you know, being a minister, you know, it's, you're like, you know, you know, ministers and preachers, you know, pastors, you know, like their lives are, it's like, it's like being in a fishbowl, you know, mm. everybody's looking at you, everybody, mm. you know, is observing you, everybody, you know, so, you know, living a life, you know, worthy of the calling, yes. you know, and, uh, and I just feel very, I, I feel very blessed, you know, and, and, and it, it's a big blessing, you know, to be under them and just to learn from them, to be able to hear them, um, you know, just speak, you know, to brothers, you know, one-on-one yeah. and, and it, it, it's a great blessing. It's a great blessing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, there's nothing like having that, that, um, what's the word, brother, the, um, <clears throat> that respect and that honor, you know, for, for your pastor in your local church. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, I mean, the only way that I would be able to minister or be, uh, to work in, in anointings and to be blessed 
is if I'm under the authority of my pastor, because that's what I'm called to be right now. Right. So it's, it's very awesome to hear you say those words. You know, um, one one of uh, one of the things that was taught to me or, or kind of just given to me as a, as a learning point is, you know, honor your pastor when you can honor your pastor. <laughs> you know, he's a man of God, and, and that's the... Uh, that's the person that has been placed there and and i've you know and and it's funny as as you begin to serve and you become a minister uh people think that okay now that you're minister you know you're set or you're done but it's just a greater role of serving that's all that's all it is yeah yeah. (laughs) it's a greater role of serving so you never stop serving you never stop serving and and even when you become a pastor i can imagine it just you know it's just like i said it's a bigger role or responsibility of serving now the flock and yeah. what you're doing so uh that's great to hear but uh you know we see things on facebook and and you know just on different uh um, forms of media you know stuff that's always going on or pictures uh you know phoenix first it seems like god is just moving in that place and and mm. obviously like i said you have pastor frank romo there and, and uh, pastor anthony romo and mm. you know just a dynamic duel in, in themselves and and you know the, the other ministry um so, so what do you what do you feel God is doing right now, brother, for you and, and your ministry or in your church? What what's what do you feel is going on right now for you, brother? Um, I feel like um, there in our church is just I believe we're, we're just going into a whole it's just a whole another level, you mm-hmm. know, as far as you know the harvest God wants to give us, you know, and and just it's it's amazing to see how God is is working, you know, mm-hmm. there in our, you know every service, you know, every service, you know that that we have, you know, there's, you know, people being healed, just the, you know, you know, the pastor, you know, had his, you know, his episode where, you know, he almost, you know, he almost lost, well, he pretty much died three times, you know, and God lifted him up from the dead, you know, and he's well now. And ever since then, it just seems like the church stepped into, you know, just an area and an atmosphere of just the miraculous, you know, just any given Sunday, you know, we don't have to, you know, you know, make it, you know, a miracle Sunday, you know, for order to be miracles, you know, people will step in there, you know, with cancer, you know, you know, which is various diseases and sicknesses and God just will begin to minister to them, you know, souls, lives are being changed. And, and it's just, I believe we're stepping into, 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 into harvest, a harvest season there, you know, you know, where the church, you know, they've prayed, you know, the, you know, the pastorship has prayed, they've been faithful, they've been, I believe God is is, is, is going gonna, is gonna to bring a harvest, you know, mm. and I don't think it's just here in Phoenix, you know, because the Bible says that in the last days, God will pour out his, his spirit upon all flesh, Amen. you know, so I believe that it's just, we're getting prepared, you know, for, for that harvest that's going to come, you know, and not, you know, here in the States and, and worldwide, you yes. know, and, and, and it's, it's, it's amazing, it's exciting to see what God is doing, yeah. and, and, like I've always said, you know, I just want to, I tell God, God, I just want to be, you know, right, you know, if, I, if I'm like at the, at the end, you know, of all this, you know, I just, but I want to be in the midst sure. of it, you know, in revival. I want to be, you know, in the middle of all, you know, everything that you're doing. If you're doing something, if you're speaking, if you're healing, you know, you know, I want to be in that, God. I want to, I want to be, you know, amongst that. Definitely. And brother, do you happen to know, to put you on the spot, uh, just in case anyone that's listening and, and is in the Phoenix area, you know where you're located at, brother? Our location? Yeah. Yeah, it's 740, 749 East Baseline Road, Phoenix, Arizona. Awesome, bro. <laughs> baseline. Uh, baseline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so baseline. Yeah, if anyone's out there, you know, just, they have a website, uh, they Facebook. I mean, you, you can find them on Phoenix First, Apostolic Church out there in Phoenix. Um, well, really, I, I want to give you an opportunity if, if you just want to share or, or minister or just 
something to someone that just whatever you feel in your heart right now, God has impressed some if God has impressed something in your heart to share, you know, just before we close, what would you like? I mean, like I said, we're talking about testimonies and how God has done something just awesome in your life. But what would you like to share to somebody, whoever's listening, brother? I would just like to encourage somebody, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and, you know, a, a young person or not necessarily a young person. You, you might be older in age, you know, and, and you just, you know, you felt, you know, like, you know, your prayers are just bouncing, you know, off the roof. And like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're not really momentum is not really picking up in your, you know, your Christian life or just in life in general, you know. Just, you know, keep striving, keep pushing and, and keep keep seeking God, keep seeking his face, you know, his purpose. You know, you know, uh, you're we're not mistakes on this earth. You mm-hmm. know, if God, if he saved us and if, if he died for us on Calvary, shed his blood for us, you know, we were baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost. God, you know, there's purpose. You yes. know, there was destiny over, you know, over our lives. You know, God, God is not through with us yet. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're a young person, you know, that you're, you know, you're battling with, you know, you know, with, you know, making those choices in life where you truly have to, you know, step up your game and, you know, and make that choice where, you know, are you really going to live, you know, for God, you know, 100%, you know, no more games, you know, make that commitment, make that next step, you know, I promise, I guarantee, you know, that it would be, it will be the biggest blessing for you. And the thing is, that once, you know, you make that choice, God will begin to open doors for you. God will begin to use you, He'll begin to put words in your mouth. He'll open doors, you know, where, it's not only the blessings not only for you but the blessings going to overflow to other people yes. you know your your life and your testimony you know you know your life experiences you know my life experiences and your life experiences are totally different mm-hmm. your upbringing your background is different you know but god wants to use all those things all those areas the good the bad you know god wants to use all those things to glorify his kingdom to advance his kingdom to bless somebody's life yes and just encourage you you know to this generation you know just seek god seek his face you know fall in love with his word mm. you know more than ever you know i i was telling uh some of my cousins on our way to tucson when we were ministered there you know just you know we lack you know our young people lack a love for the word of god mm. for truth you know we have to fall in love with truth we have to fall in love with the word of god you know read your bible on a daily basis mm. you know uh, you know listen to preaching listen to sermons you know you know, you know, if it's 10, five minutes, but have a mm. word in your mind, because I guarantee you that, you know, whenever you're in need, that word will mm. come, that, that word will regurgitate, you know, yes. it's like David, you know, David, David, when he went, you know, and, and before he slayed Goliath, he went into the creek and picked up five rocks, five stones, five smooth stones, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and he put them in his pouch, you know, and he only needed one. But, you know, and, and some theologians say that, you know, he picked up five because they believe that, Goliath, you know, that the giant had other another four brothers. Mm. You know, so. We have to put, you know, we have to put in our bag, you know, we have to be, you know, putting the word of God in that bag mm. and, and putting that, you know, uh, consecration reading. So, you know, when that time comes, we, we have something to draw from, you know, it, you know, our, our sack, you know, our, our sack is not, you know, not dry. You know, yes. we, we have something to withdraw from. No, that that's, so, that's definitely awesome. But yes, yes. And just, I mean, such is the hour that we need truth in God's word. Definitely, brother, especially this time yeah. that we're living in. Amen. Yes, yes. Well, <clears throat> brother, I, I again, I really want to appreciate your time, and and thank you so much for sharing. Uh, you know, it's just God. You know, these are just small samples of what God has done in people's lives, but not only what He's done, but also what He continues to do and what He's gonna be doing for for His people. Amen. You know, in Jesus' name. But again, I want to appreciate your time, brother. Thank you so much uh, for for sharing and opening up to to uh, for us, brother. And um, and we'll be praying for you and for your family. 
and um, and and there were your ministering, obviously, in, in Phoenix first, brother. And, and thank you, thank you very much again, brother, for being on with me. Thank you, uh, thank you, brother Nahara. It was it was my pleasure to be, and and I and I feel honored that you considered us to to be on the podcast. And uh, I hope this blesses somebody. You know, man, man, blessed by it, and, and and all glory to God. Yes, and, and thank you, you know, for 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 opening up this 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 vehicle for us to you know to reach to somebody. Man, in Jesus' name, brother, in Jesus' name. Man. All right, bro. Well, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you, brother. Mm-hmm.